This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it to the world. If you're a coach, author, or speaker, you'll want to tune in. If you're looking for the best return on your time investment to get your message out to the world in a bigger way, we're giving you full access and behind the scenes look of how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your podcast today. The world needs your message. I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get amplified. Hello, Amplify You, Michelle Abraham here, your host, and I am here today so excited to bring with to you another great interview. Today's behind the mic interview is with podcast host of Forever in Flow podcast, Eli Adelson. So Eli, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Michelle. You're welcome. Let's tell everyone a little bit more about Eli. So Eli is also the co-founder on, on, of the Forever and Flow, and he's a facilitator. He's a co-founder of the Peace and Harmony Co. And Eli built a company, the company up to a high six-figure business while traveling the world, which is all of our dreams. So we're going to dive into that today. I'm really excited to talk to him about that. He lived abroad in Europe and Asia, and he did that while he was finishing his degree. So that's a really cool. Um, well, not everyone works and not well well not everything works out perfectly he lives a life most people dream of and now passionately helping others to live in flow so they can experience more synchronicity more success more joy more often in both business and life and i love that eli and that's what we're going to talk about today so um i would like to just start with tell us about how you became able to travel around the world, getting educated, and while running a six-figure business. So that's pretty amazing. Uh, yeah, so that's a, that's a huge story to start with. Um, I, I used to work as a, a painter, a contract painter, painting dorm rooms for a private school. And then, uh, so I just saved up some money and, and decided to, to take a trip. And that's basically the, the first time that I, I got a chance to travel. Unfortunately, it was really short-lived and, and I had to come back straight away for some, some family issues. So then there was a, a break. That was at 18 years old and there was a break for like two years until 20 years old. And, and I, um, I started doing this program in high school where I would um, go to community college and basically take college courses. And so I had done that for the last two years, year and a half of high school and had that. And then I tried to travel, didn't work out, decided to go back to school. It didn't really know what to study because it was just so much going on. And, and so I, I transferred to another school and did way too much partying and dropped out. Then kind of decided that I needed more direction in, in my life. So we put together this self-study program of like business and leadership programs and that like Zig Ziglar, Brian Tracy, uh, Keith uh, Ferrazzi, I think that's his name. And I basically stayed in, in my room for like six months and studied and then finally decided that it was time to go and do something. So I wanted to do something uh, really, really far out there and just get so far out of my comfort zone. So I decided to travel to Japan because the culture is opposite. The language is completely different. And 
it's still a safe place where I can walk around and not really have to worry about anything versus some other countries might not have the same appeal in that sense. Mm-hmm. And so I just went to Japan, didn't really have a plan at all and started traveling around. And then I started to notice things that would just like things would just work out for me without me seeming to do anything. And this was the beginning of, of getting into flow. Like, I met some, I had a friend who was doing a study abroad there. So I met up with him, met some of his friends there. And this was in Tokyo. And then I went to Kyoto and then randomly I saw them on a bus. Like we just happened to be on the same bus in the city. And when we started talking and it came up that whenever I got to a train station, that whenever I got to a new city, there was always somebody there to, to help me out and, and that I could speak English with and then could direct me and, and tell me the best things to do and the places to go. And when I told them this, they just kind of looked at each other and like that, that never happens. And, and this was in what, like 2008. And so things are a little bit different now in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they just were so confused that like, why has this happened? They've been living in Japan this whole time and, and they've done trips and, it, and they've never heard of anything like that happening. And, and so kind of subtle things like that to sort of working into flow. Mm. And, um, and then the traveling thing just kind of took off. And I decided I really didn't want to um, be in the U.S. So I, I decided to, to go to Thailand and, and study there. And I, I did an online degree. I, I finished up um, University of Massachusetts has a, had a program that I took. And, and so I was able to do that studying while living in Northern Thailand and traveling around and taking all these motorbike trips. And, and then the, the little bits and pieces of, of flow and, and where we are now started to creep in. And it wasn't until later when I was able to actually identify them and piece them together. Uh, Wow, that sounds like a quite a long story. So, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. I love it. I love how you caught the travel bug and you kind of was like didn't work out the first time, but you went after it the second time. I know I have the similar kind of um, background as you. We left uh, left living in Canada the day after I graduated high school, and I lived in Europe for a year and then backpacked around Europe. And uh, then a tragedy happened where I had to come back to Canada for a little while, um, but that didn't stop me from traveling more and more. And so um, I love those little synchronicities that you're talking about because it's interesting how if when maybe you don't recognize it at the time, but you look back, you can see all those kind of those lines that connect the dots. Like had you not met that person at the train station that day, maybe you wouldn't have done X, Y, Z. Like I think that's so interesting to go back and and look at that. So when did you become like really passionate about, um, about flow and like just diving into learning more about it and how it works in your life? That's more of a recent thing. I, I'd say within the last like two, three, four years it is kind of when I started paying a lot more attention to it and, and doing it because I, I started to think like, why, why do all these, these synchronicities happen and like, simply being in the right place at the right time? Like, like I have friends who, who go out and travel and, and they have like the craziest stories of like uh, nights out or, or like day, daytime things happening and, and like on edge kind of dodgy where, uh, the the stuff that you only read about. And so, and then like whenever I was with these people, none of that stuff happened. And I mean, it, it kind of made me, um, 
I don't know, it, it, it was a little bit disheartening because I wanted to have some of these experiences as well, but, but I would just go out and like everything would be seeming like normal and, and nothing bad would happen and, and we'd still have a great time doing stuff, but it wasn't like anything uh, like crazy, so to speak. It, you you know about travel down, stories. You, were, you weren't being chased down the street by Italians yelling, ciao bella, ciao bella. No, no. <laughs> that happened to me in Italy. You know? <laughs> and, and I mean, that's a little bit too crazy for me anyway. I think there's a, a, a line. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah. I remember seeing my first gun in Rome and <laughs> there's a guy walking down the street just kind of mixed in with our group and he, he lifted up his jacket at one point, put his hands on his shoulder. I could see a gun. I was like, okay, we're out of here. <laughs> All sorts of crazy things happen when you're traveling. Right? Yeah, I, I don't really have those experiences. Though. So, so that's interesting. So you didn't have any of those kind of crazy experiences because you were kind of in flow. So what do you, how can you explain that to our audience that maybe is like, what are they talking about? I don't get it. Um, maybe can you um, kind of share with us what that really means? Like, so if you weren't experiencing those things, it's because you were in a different, you were vibrating, vibrating at a different level and experiencing more ease and flow in your life. And I'm not sure if I'm doing that justice, but maybe you could explain it a bit better for us. Oh, you're definitely getting there. You're on the right track. So good job for that. Uh, so yeah, flow is both, um, both inner and outer alignment plus nature support. And, and if we want to take a little bit deeper connection to source, but then that might be getting a little bit more esoteric and, and spiritual. So depending on the level that, uh, that you wanted to take it to that your listeners want to hear about, let's just stick with, um, the inner and outer alignment. So that means, um, and the connection to, um, nature support. So that means that uh, everything within you is aligned, like your, your mind's on, on the right wavelengths. There's like a lot of times in, in um, sports, you hear the analogy of someone being in the zone or on fire. Mm -hmm. So, so it's, it's like that. And uh, Mihaly Chizinski, he's also got a book called Flow. And he talks about flow being where you're so engrossed in something in your activities that it doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like anything and, and like all concepts besides the activity that you're doing just kind of melt away and, and so having that inner alignment where you you're just so on point with that and that outer alignment where the world outside of you seems to come together for you and and work for you that's that's what we want to define that's what i want to define flow as right now and then you get to add a nature support which means that uh like maybe for you you're with a group of people in rome and the guy just kind of walked by and, and said something and someone else said something else and he just moved on and, and nothing ever happened out of that. Uh, that's the, the kind of the synchronicity that we want to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. We're like even, in, you know, even, you know, just missing, just missing a train by like for missing the train and then something else great happened. Like there was something else that was external, like an external thing that also happened that just like so with nature we're not talking about like nature like the rain and the clouds and those kind of things we're talking about just other people in nature as well right yeah i mean it could also be rain and clouds depending it could be <laughs> like you have some huge event on a day and then it, it seemingly rains out of nowhere and now you're forced to deal with it but then because it rained then this other opportunity or something else opened up that that wouldn't have otherwise Right. I can remember my friends that, um, you know, they were so disappointed when they saw the weather forecast, the wedding was going to be outside and it was supposed to be pouring rain, thunder showers that day. Oh no. But just as we started walking 
down the aisle. It was one of the bridesmaids and the, the sky just opened up and the clouds cleared and it made for this beautiful rainbow behind their pictures. So it made for a really cool, um, really cool experience in their, in their, for their photography with the dark clouds and then the, the rainbow and the, um, just the lighting in their pictures ended up being amazing. So that's one that's of awesome. those ways that they turned out for good, in a good way, right? Yeah, I, it, I'm, it can still be frustrating if you, if you miss the train and, and then you have to wait an hour, two hours, however long for the other one, or if you miss your flight. I'm, I'm not saying that it, you always know when, when it, it works out for you, but usually there's something. There's times I've, I've seen the train depart from the platform as I've been running up to it and then had to wait like two, three hours for the next train. And, and uh, that's what we mean by it's like not everything always works out. It's you still have to deal with issues of being a human and emotions and, and things like that. It's just if you can try to get past that in a way, it's like, okay, maybe, maybe it is actually working out for me. Then, then it can ease the situation a little bit more and yeah, but definitely still be frustrating and, and all that. I always feel like, you know, if you miss the train, maybe you weren't meant to be on that train anyways, and maybe, you know, the person you sit next to at the next train station has a message for you, or like there's an important conversation that happens, or maybe it gets you to your destination a few hours later in time for another encounter that was supposed to happen or something. I always think there's something, something more to it when you, when you do miss something or when you, uh, you know, when you weren't quite, you didn't quite catch the train or you didn't catch the flight or, or, you know, <laughs> the, the light didn't turn green fast enough or I don't know. Right, right. <laughs> I always think there's something more, more to play there. I think that's cool. Yeah, there definitely could be. <laughs> Yeah. So now tell us a little bit about your podcast. So Forever and Flow, it's relatively new. You just launched it in the last like few months. Uh, tell us about your podcasts. Yeah. So um, I, I thought it would be a great way with, with encouragement from multiple people, uh, you included, I thought it'd be a great way to get content out there about flow and, and to reach an, a bigger audience, um, hope, hopefully. And um and just to have this that's available to people and, and I, I'm pretty impatient and I say it in the first episode. Um, so I don't like to really have long episodes. Mine are anywhere. I try to go around 10 or 15 minutes, which is nice because then if you've got a short drive somewhere, you're running errands, you can put it on in the car, you can listen to it and then you don't have to be overwhelmed by like some podcasts or two, three hours or like Joe mm -hmm. Rogan is crazy. I I, I look at his episodes and I just, I don't even feel like I can, I have the strength to, to turn it on and, and commit <laughs> to that. Uh, and then we just talk about different aspects of flow and, and how it pertains to, to you personally, to things that you can do to get in the flow. Uh, I've just recorded another episode a, a few days ago and it's all about energy and how the subtle energies of, of you and, and the world around you can affect your flow and, and gives you some things to do and to get back into flow if you feel off. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's really exciting. It's uh, a new project and I'm still getting the hang of it. <laughs> Yeah, and you're doing great. I'm loving listening to your show and also loved uh, being a part of it, the making of it. And I think that, you know, it's really cool uh, 
what you like I don't there aren't any other shows that I know that are specifically all about flow so what is it what's your goal with the podcast for listeners like to get out of it like to know that flow exists even or like have a deeper understanding of it what's your what's your hope for the podcast it's definitely to have a deeper understanding of it. I, I would I hope that if they've listening to it they already know a little bit about flow at least mm-hmm. if if not that's amazing and if you're hearing this thanks for listening and and giving it a shot um the goal is to to help people get in the flow more of the time and ideally all of the time and and to give people uh tips tricks and and little techniques to help get them back in flow if they're feeling off because everyone has off days it's not just like no one's superhuman that, that I know of anyway, maybe, maybe they do exist, but I know at least I have off days and, and for myself, it's a good reminder to go back and, and to listen to the content and, and realize that there are things that you can do when you're not feeling optimal. And there are things you can do to help you feel even better and to get you in flow and to get the world on your side and working for you. And especially now with everything going on, people need to know that the world is on their side and, and it can work for them if they allow it and if they let it. Yeah. I, li- I like that. Um, you know, it's not working against us all the time. <laughs> it can work for us and, and beautifully with us as well. So um, your podcast is forever in flow. And then from there, do you have any sort of programs or services that you're offering people to come work with you? Uh, what's the next step for your listeners? Yeah. So there's a few next steps uh they can go to take this quiz and they can take a, a quiz to see how in alignment and how in flow they are and then they'll get some some emails to help follow up and help get them in levels and then if they want to they can they can work with someone on our team doing one-on-one coaching or a group coaching program for ebb and flow i'm also just before we start talking i'm, I'm editing a book that's coming out forever and flow uh, you can get on the waiting list and you can get a copy at um, foreverandflow.com and, and you'll be notified as soon as it's finished, hopefully hopefully soon. <laughs> and, uh, and then if they want to see anything else about us, about the company, they can visit uh, peaceandharmonyco.com and they can see everything else that, that we're about and, and the peacemakers that we have and all these crazy contraptions that can help people feel better and basically help conquer any any ailment that you have that's amazing i let's dive into that a little bit because our audience is probably like what say what (laughs) what are you talking about and so now eli is this the business that you were running and growing while you were traveling yeah yeah so i i um i work with my dad i who's also been a guest on amplify you here so you can go and listen to david's interview as well yeah okay yeah uh, basically I just finished studying. I didn't know what to do. I was about to get into teaching English and was going to go that route. And he asked if I wanted to work with him and it sounded a little bit better than doing the whole eight hour day. So I opted for that and just, <laughs> I guess it's kind of 
an uphill or down. I don't know. It's been a journey since then anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a journey for sure. So how's that been working with your dad? I know people always like ask, like I always started working with my brother as well at Empleview yeah. at the beginning. And uh, we parted ways, but in a good way, he had another business that was just exploding. And I will always be his sister and be at the dinner table with him. So no hard feelings there at all. We do miss him. But, you know, it's one of those things people always ask, like, how was that working with your, like, as someone in your family? <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm journey. sure, like you said, it's a journey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you have a lot of experience. And uh, some days it's really good. Other days, um, other days are like you know, I don't, other days are other days. So just put it like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, generally, it, it's pretty good just because uh, we know each other really well. We have a connection. We're on the same page yeah. and have similar goals for for what the business is and and. Um, we try not to overlap too much. I've been stepping up more recently and he's been kind of going to the side and, and focusing on his more, um, his clients and whatnot. Mm. Uh, so it's, it's a transition period now. Yeah. And my main goal is the whole forever and flow stuff. So some things are getting pushed to the side and they'll be brought back up later on. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a journey. It's always the evolution of business, right? And, uh, what, you know, and working and it's like that partnership working together. So that's awesome that, you know, it's really cool that you can work with your dad. I think that's, uh, that's something that's special that not a lot of people get the opportunity to do that. And so what was that like traveling while you were trying to work full time or full time, but working on not necessarily working full time. So you don't work the eight hour days, but working while traveling, was that a challenge or was that easy? It, it's yeah. Well, we know both. what you're going to say. You were in flow, so it was easy. Well, it's, no, it still can be a challenge whether you're in flow or not. It's, it's both. Yeah, I mean, it can be easy and it can also be quite difficult depending. For, for me, I found it's easy if I travel slowly. Mm. And I, I really like setting up somewhere, having a home base, and then taking trips to the side. Like that's, I, I was based in Asia for uh, the last on basically like 10 years now mm-hmm. and and a lot of that was being stationary being in, in one spot and like having an actual normal life and then taking trips out outside of that and that's what worked for me the most because then I could still have a, a daily routine a morning routine where I wake up I meditate uh, I go to the gym then I go to a cafe a coffee shop and, and work for a few hours and then can can come back and, and chill and still get to experience living abroad and the whole city aspects and the culture and the food and everything. Uh, whereas when I found if I was moving constantly, like I've done two week trips where I'm moving a lot Mm -hmm. and, uh, I just didn't get any work done. (laughs) (laughs) I I was, it was more exciting to, to travel and to have that experience and, and not to really think about work. And if I did work, it would just be, I couldn't imagine more than an hour, mostly just answering some emails and making sure that the things are all right. Um, but I always try to get things, uh, like if we were going to launch something, I'd always try to get that taken care of and all queued up. And so then I could go and, and not have to think about it during a trip. Mm, yeah. Cause I wouldn't imagine like going from place to place, the Wi-Fi is, you know, questionable here and there, but if you're set up as a base camp, uh, that's really great. I did that in when I was living in Switzerland and we were like every weekend on a different trip for a ski resort or different you know, country really because Switzerland's so close to so many European countries. Right. It was an amazing way to 
see a lot of that continent. So uh, I love that slow travel uh, idea. And I, I can relate to the other side of it where when I was in the RV, uh, we were RVing with our family for a few months down through the US from Canada. And um, it was hard to get the work in because we were traveling all the time. And right. then like, so and then I felt like we we're always searching for Wi-Fi. And then we end up always at Starbucks because we can find Wi-Fi. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, it kind of took away from the traveling when you're trying to do both. So the slow travel seems to be a great, uh, a great combination. So over those 10 years, were you in different countries or did you stay in the same country mostly or same few countries most of that time? Uh, same few countries. Mostly, I, I stayed in Thailand for about six years. Mm. And I lived in northern Thailand for six years. That's where I, I finished up my, my studying. Yeah. And then I started this this project. And, and I stayed there for three years after starting this project. And uh, I didn't take as many trips around uh, there in, in Thailand. Mostly the trips that I would do would be like weekend trips around Thailand or like taking a motorbike trip somewhere. Uh, nothing, not, usually not so many international trips. Uh, maybe a trip to Laos here and there if I had to renew a visa or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Malaysia, again, visa related and, or see friends. And then, uh, and then most recently I lived in, in Malaysia for about two years and, and there I, I took a lot of trips and, and had that as um, a, a jump off base and I would go to Sri Lanka, uh, Indonesia and Thailand a lot because I still love it and still have friends there and whatnot and uh, just mostly all around Asia. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I love um, I love how the inner Asian flights are so inexpensive too. So it's like having that base camp there is makes it so much easier to to travel between all the between all the countries there. Um, and my first experience in Asia was last year, just as we were starting this podcast. And um, I can't wait to get back there again. Now that the whole world is shut down, we can't go anywhere. Yeah, I'm I, sure. I'm like not. you, you're like, like itching to go somewhere. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So where is your next trip planned to? I, I don't want to build up my hopes right now. So I actually <laughs> yeah. haven't. Uh, I've been thinking about a timing question, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's okay. I, I've been thinking about going to Mexico maybe for like a week or two, just because uh, right now I'm in Southern California mm-hmm. and, and it's pretty close. And then I have a friend that I've not seen in, <clears throat> I don't know, like 10, 12 years or something like that. Uh, so I, I've been toying with that idea. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, uh, I, I mean, I'd love to go back to Asia when, that's uh open. It's possible yeah exactly yeah. when the borders start opening up too i'm sure i'll be back down in san diego again uh, <laughs> and hopefully going some other trips too so until then our travel bug has to lay low <laughs> till we can travel again um but sure. Eli, before i let you go i want to thank you for spending this time with us today we've learned a lot and it's been really cool talking about flow and how people can get into flow and really go check out Eli's podcast and listen to it forever in flow. It's got tons of great, uh, great little nuggets there to help you kind of get back into the space that you need to be in, in order to create that flow in your life and your business. And so Eli, before we go, where else can we, uh, we've talked about where finding you, uh, at your podcast. And then can you just repeat again, the peace and harmony co website again, where we can find more information about you. Yeah, it's just peaceandharmonyco.com. And that's the main website. Where and the you can... quiz one again. What was the quiz one? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, takethisquiznow.com. 
takethisquiznow.com and you can find out whether or not you're in flow or not. If you're not sure, if something Eli said today has spiked your interest, please go take that quiz and reach out to him. Let him know what your results are. And uh, any last words, Eli, before I let you go? I don't, I don't know. My mind just went blank there. Uh, <laughs> let's say let's say no. Let's just say that it's a journey, and just uh, be kind to yourself. And and it's okay if you if you slip out of flow, if you slip into flow, and just recognize that you're on the right path, and and the world's not against you. <laughs> I love that the world is not against you; it's working with you. <laughs> just allow it to do that, right? Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Eli and Amplify You family. Go out there this week, uh, get in flow, and uh, enjoy your week. And we'll see you again next week. Thanks again, Eli. Thank you. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to be heard, head over to mypodcastcoach.com where you'll find out all the tools and tips you'll need to launch your podcast today. If you have a show already and you need some help managing it, please head over to managemypodcast.com and the Amplify You team would be happy to help you manage your podcast. Please also head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, or review our show so we can spread this message. And until next time, be your own unique genius.